You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. Sister, Miguel's bangable sister. How old is she? Is she above 36? I don't have a sister. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad but, we cleared that up. What's the story about your hot sister? <laughs> so we, I was at a bar with some people from work. You were in Austin? No, no. This is, you know, 10, 12 years ago. Different Miguel. Not this Miguel that you guys know. Oh, Different Miguel. <laughs> beardless Miguel. Beardless Miguel. I do not like beardless Miguel. I see those. Goatee. Like, Goatee Miguel. Goatee Miguel. Goatee Miguel, yeah. It's it's closer to the cholos that you were talking Did about earlier. Did you like coke and shit? Yeah, no. Yeah, parties like, <laughs> like, like a, a flowy button up. Yeah, I had this prostitute spanking me with a Time magazine. Oh, no. fucking Would you want the cover? <laughs> if you were on the cover, you're not the president. <laughs> so uh, there was this guy. We were at a bar. I was drunk. Um, Hillary was there. We were just boyfriend, girlfriend at the time. This dude was talking to her and I already didn't like him. He was on the team. He was a shit. Very similar to Zachy Appleseed. Hey, what up? (laughs) Very similar, um, personality, which I didn't, which I didn't dig, you know, 10, 12 years ago. So, so, so you approached him for a blowjob. No. Yeah. (laughs) Very nicely. So he showed up to the bar, like. 20 minutes late. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. With your, with your house, with your house keys. <laughs> with my fucking key. <laughs> Had a mouthful of pre <laughs> Oh shit, I gotta go. <laughs> so this guy, uh, you know, I go up to him and just talking to him, talking to him nicely. And he's very, he's a smart ass. So he says some shit about my sister. <laughs> I don't have a sister, but he said some shit about my sister, like, oh, you know, I'd fuck your sister, some stupid shit like that, and I got so fucking pissed, I took his drink, I spilled it out on the floor, put the cup down, and I said, let's go outside. And Hillary's like, you don't have a sister, what is, it's not the, he didn't know that I didn't have a sister, so he was being disrespectful. (laughs) I don't think I've ever respected anyone in my life, like. I, I don't understand it. It's it's, it's principalities. Right, so, is, it, is it about so how won? long your dick is? <laughs> <laughs> no, so we went outside and he didn't come outside. So he was a bitch. This That's sounds it. an awful lot Dude. like Red Pill Miguel. <laughs> <laughs> he, he probably got lost on his way out while I'm eating gushers. Give the guy, give the guy the benefit of the doubt here. <laughs> oh hey, um, we're oh. recording and this is a, <laughs> shit. Well, books and beer. <laughs> welcome everybody to Books and Beer, where we read a lot of books and we drink a lot of beer. Right now we are pre-gaming with a pack of Gushers each. Uh, Miguel, what's the tagline for Gushers? Gushers, the candy that comes in your mouth. <laughs> there we go. Uh, I'm Andrew Hilbert. That's Zach Chapman. Miguel Villa. Um, thanks to Dream Eater for. Um, you know, making the, that wonderful Spicy theme intro. song. Yeah. It's like a, a sonic level on acid. Yeah, it's pretty sick. Pretty dope. It's like musical gushers. <laughs> musical gushers. Comes they in come in your ears. ears. <laughs> it's like... It's pre coming in your it, mouth. It's an eargasm. It's, <laughs> ear. it's, um, it's definitely an eargasm. Yeah. Andrew, why, what, what makes you good 
for this show. You're a writer, right? Uh, yeah, I'm a writer. I have a podcast called Dear Man, and I wrote a couple books, some of which are still available on Amazon or your local bookstore if you special order it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm a... Well, we're going to write a fucking sword and sorcery story. Yeah. Well, with that and maybe, a, you know, a robot story. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to do some collabs. Um, I'm also a writer. Uh, I've written a couple of uh, sword and sorcery stories. Dragon and Wolf in Gothic... Was it gothic fantasies, heroic fantasy? Why are you looking at me asking uh, me what you wrote? It's in your bathroom, but that <laughs> fucking book, that book is in your bathroom. It's good for toilet paper. Does. Yeah. <laughs> it shit does. <laughs> it's so refined. Uh, and then um, I got the, I guess the prequel to that's coming out at uh, Tales to Terrify at some point. I don't fucking know, but uh, sometime this year. And Miguel's uh, our, uh, our fan. Yeah, like a, I have no idea why I'm on this podcast other than I got a cool place where they can record. Yeah, this is yeah, a pretty dope yeah, room. Yeah. All right, now shut up for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And uh, what are we starting off with? What beer? Oh, we're starting off with Off With Your Red IPA by Rabbit Hole Brewing. I don't. I think Rabbit Hole is in Texas, but I'm too lazy to... I think craft beers, they, they they pack in, like, whole stories on all their cans. Oh, yeah. It's like, nobody fucking cares, dude. I don't <laughs> no know. I don't give a shit. That bullshit. But, we, but, but we, we went to Specs recently, um, and uh, we were trying to find beers that had some uh, oomph, right? And we couldn't find a six-pack because Miguel can't count up to six. <laughs> he kept picking up four-packs. Why yeah. is everything sold in four packs now all of a sudden? Well, I don't know, man. It's an, it's an inflation. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. Like, oh, let's sell a four pack for what a six pack used to be called. Those craft beer idiots can't Dude, count. I, and confirmation, Miguel <laughs> cannot count. Have you seen what happened to cryptocurrency? Like, of course they're going to be selling four packs. Yeah. Shit went down. Wait, what happened in cryptocurrency? I don't know. I, I lost like 30 bucks. <laughs> Out of 25? <laughs> <laughs> I read an article, well, part of an article. I read a headline where it said that there was one person responsible for taking Bitcoin from $100 to over $10,000 per Bitcoin. So how was one person responsible? Like some, I, I'm, I'm, by the way, I'm opening my second pack of gushers. <laughs> Good Lord. That's a lot of pre-cum. <laughs> so, so, so can you, tell, can you give us uh, some insight on that? Okay, so uh, let's rewind back 30 seconds when I said I read a headline. I was not, I was not kidding. <laughs> you read the headline? I read the headline. I was on Reddit. Oh, that's interesting. Keep scrolling. You're part of the problem, man. Fake <laughs> fucking news, dude. You know that, that drunk guy at um, at um, Star Wars when we all went to see Star Wars and yeah. Miguel fucking red-pilled on it and didn't like it because it had... Like interesting Strong female, female characters. Yeah. Oh my god, he's such a liar. <laughs> and he was like, you know, that's like should, the only part that I like. They should definitely take their husband's last name, and they're not doing that. So I don't like this book. I don't like Hillary. Them. I love you. <laughs> uh, can you can you edit, can you edit that name out? <laughs> Just, I, love I love you. you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, that guy who we went to Star Wars with. He made like eighty thousand dollars on Bitcoin. He went to school for ten years, was super in debt, and then he's like, "It's like now I got like thirty thousand in savings." It's like, "Holy shit, dude!" So he pulled out, right? He's not affected he, by yeah, this tank. He he pulled out. He pulled out before it went super. Like he could have had even more money because he bought it when it was a dollar of Bitcoin, mm. and like at I think when it was high at its high, it was like 
Well, last time I checked it, I think it was like sixteen thousand dollars of Bitcoin. Mm. So he, yeah, he didn't make because otherwise yeah. he'd be like, he pulled yeah. out before the pre-cum. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, like, no, he he, he, he got, got the pre cum. He got the pre cum. He got some juice, man. Yeah. Dude, you guys, you can get pregnant on pre cum too. I'm just letting you guys know yeah, that. So you got to pull out before that shit, man. Yeah. All right. Yeah, All right. Man, close your eyes. <laughs> white knuckle it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine if he closed his eyes, white knuckle it? Dude? He would have had like a million dollar baby. <laughs> We are going to talk about books today. Yeah, Probably welcome to books, beers, <laughs> Bitcoin, and breakup. <laughs> All right, well, so this week we're talking about this week, this month, this whatever the fuck. Like, yeah, what is try, this? We try to do it as as often as we can, but this show requires, like, a shit ton of reading. And I think that the episodes are better for, like, the more that we read, the better these episodes are. And we're, we're probably going to split this into two episodes because yeah. we're already yakking at eight minutes and we're going to talk a lot about... The the we're gonna talk, we read a shit ton so, um we're gonna talk about sword and sorcery that's this episode mm-hmm. and uh, I think like I do want to define it a little bit first which is it was invented in the 1930s uh, pretty much by Robert E Howard and it's it's basically simple stories where there's like an outsider slash warrior protagonist. Usually, it's just one, and a simple adventure or like a simple adversary to defeat a simple antagonist. Um, and sometimes they're like a sorcerer or what, what have you. And what do you think? Like, what would you say, like, that we see over and over in all these stories that we've read? I think it was a solitary hero a lot of times, and even the one that doesn't have. A solitary hero has two solitary. Yeah, <laughs> you know, they're, they're kind of bound by tragedy <laughs> in a little yeah. way. Yeah, but I think as a solitary hero, it reminds me a lot of like Western movies. Yeah, where at the end the hero rides off in the sunset, not allowed to fully experience happiness. Right, although he has completed his mission, mm-hmm. there's still he still knows there's missions forward. There's always a next adventure. Yeah. yeah, well, and that goes with the the pulp era of weird tales in the 30s, like. All of these stories were written to be short stories to sell their pulp. Like, they're, you know, they kind of, they don't necessarily reset at the end, but it's the same character in, like, Conan or Cole. Well, Cole's always a, a king, but Conan, sometimes he's a thief, sometimes he's a pirate, sometimes he's a king. You know, uh, it just depends on where you pick up his story. And, it, and same thing with Elric. And The Witcher is a little similar to that, too. That's what I like about it. And this is, <clears throat> to me, I think um, a lot of people say, oh, this is a golden age of TV. This is a golden age of TV. But I really think that the way the, the way TV works is in this episodic, and then, the, and then they build this arc around this episodic nature. And I feel like these these tales, a lot of them become fix-up novels. Like, yes. Like, like you're telling yeah. me. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, is like, oh, that's a season of, of television. Yeah. And I feel like the television episode really takes its its um its genesis from a short story for for sure right. for sure I, yeah like all of those story like all of those you know big um television shows in like the 60s like 70s like star trek and shit like that i mean they had to have been reading like weird tell- tales and like astounding 
from earlier in their era and then taking inspiration from that mm-hmm. and then like okay well like let's make a tv series that's kind of like that but you know yeah i, I mean I, we're we're digressing mm-hmm. but you know it's it's i really obsess over like the origin of things mm-hmm. that's why i like to go i'm like I, I, that's how i found a lot of these who some of my favorite authors are it's like okay well i read uh game of thrones yeah. who did he love well he loved gene wolf well who did he love he loved Jack Vance. Well, who did he love? He loved Robert E. Howard. Like, there's who did like he a, love? Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, he he liked the... He, he liked the, the white people. He, yeah. No. He liked he, white Jesus. He liked... His biggest inspiration was... Uh, HP. HP Lovecraft. Mm. Yeah. Who's a huge racist. Who's uh, like white person number one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anti-Semitic, too. Yeah. I think. I don't fucking... I don't know. I think that kind of goes with being a spicy, racist. Spicy, spicy you know? take. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's a pretty good definition, right? Or what, I, yeah, feel, I, I feel so. I agree with that. Well, uh, just question as far as like writing is concerned. Do you guys feel like it's easier or when you're reading short, short stories that were turned into novels, kind of like these were, that it's stronger as opposed to a book that was written to be a novel? Well, let me just, as a writer who didn't have any background in sword and sorcery besides like Conan, the, the movie, yeah. um, this, for whatever reason, reading these short stories and reading like these, you know, reading the Elric, like really was just so invigorating to me. <clears throat> and I felt like it was like a pure form of writing. It's like, we're going to have a self-contained story that's largely, I mean, honestly, these are a little bit character driven because they focus on one character every single time mm-hmm. and they just dump them, dump them in some new adventure. Yeah. And that's the fun. And to me, that was what was so fun about all of these stories. It, it never, on, on these fix ups. They don't lag because they were all written to sell. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, to I, I will I will talk in in some points because because they were written for pulp and they were paid by the word. You can say that you know some of those sentences like come on c- like cut that shit out that's too long. But like as far as pacing and plotting, <gasps> like those shit them shits fucking move. You no, know, the pacing is incredible, and that's yeah. the, that's the great thing about this is. Um, the pacing was great, but also, since some of them are milking it, they do happen upon some pretty incredible sentences that could be terrible, yeah. but also incredible because, wow, that's like a well-constructed sentence. Yeah. I'm thinking yeah. of one in particular we'll definitely get to. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fritz Lieber. Fritz. Yeah, yeah. That's probably me. Um, okay, so yeah, that's a pretty decent definition, right? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, all right, so the first story that we read, or the first story that we're going to talk about is the shadow kingdom, which is a Robert E. Howard. Most scholars say that it's the, uh, first sword and sorcery. There was, um, another, uh, I read uh, one essay, essay that was like, uh, a Lord Dunsany or Dunsany mm-hmm. who, uh, I think was a little bit older than Robert E. Howard had one, but I mean, for all intents and purposes, he invented the genre because yeah. he created Conan. Um, and Cull is well. Cull is a Atlantean king, mm-hmm. um, and he's uh, you know this warrior, this kind of outcast. Like he conquered another people. Yeah, he he he's not the king of Atlantis. He's a king of uh, some other area. <laughs> I, I don't remember. But, yeah, um, and then this this dude. You know, this this black guy, he just, like, looks at him and just, like, fucking hates him because he's black. And, like, 
then I don't know. Y- y'all have read this like more recent. Well, this was like one of the very first ones. Yeah. I read. So, so, so and plus Cole and Conan really meld in my mind. Yeah, yeah. They're well, and they're very, very similar. They're yeah. very similar, especially. And I picked a Conan story that was particularly different. Yeah. Just because the first Conan story was a Cole story. Yeah. Uh, adapted, but um, anyways. So he sees this black guy who's this messenger who's like, hey, you got to meet up with my king. And he's like already not liking him. He's like, he's the, and the black guy who's Brule, it's like Brule Spearslayer or yeah. something like that. And he's like, fool, I'll kill you right now. Yeah. And Cole's like, uh, nah, I'm not going to like, that's beneath me to fight like you and your race or whatever. And he's like, he's being super racist yeah. to this guy. And then he's all like, all right, well, I'll follow you, you know, like, I'll. I'll go ahead and do, you know, meet up with your your king, because he's kind of like brooding, right? Yeah. He's like almost like he doesn't give a shit if he's betrayed, and like so. So, anyways, he meets up with the with this king, and the king's like super drunk, and then he's all telling him like, "Yo, there's a conspiracy out, and there's like these lizard people there. They're gonna yeah. fuck your shit up, and <laughs> yeah. you're gonna die. And the only person you can trust is my boy Brule." And then. You know, he meets he meets Brule. He's like, "Oh, you're that fucking messenger that I hated from earlier." <laughs> yeah. And then they got it, but then they team up. Yeah, and it's this really cool dynamic, and I, I I love that, like that he's this guy that you know he was being like super racist to this dude. <clears throat> Do you think Robert E. Howard was was responding in any way to H.P. Lovecraft I, through 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 letters? <laughs> I absolutely agree. I I I think that a lot of Robert E. Howard's work is, um. He he is racist for the time, or sorry, not he's for racist the time. today. He's, he's racist today because he doesn't like you. Just you know, wouldn't say you wouldn't use these words or you wouldn't frame stories like this. Mm-hmm. But this story is not particularly racist because it it has a minority character who the main character is like fuck this guy, and then he ends up saving him yeah. like multiple times throughout the story. Yeah, what do you like? We, I, you you were saying that like you felt like he was kind of racist. What do you? Um, well, in the majority, of the if not all, maybe maybe one or two of these sword and sorcery tales, it's, it's well, the majority, all of them are white white protagonists, I believe, right? I or, I mean Conan's uh, Conan's bronze. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, all right. So what, what race is that? Zach? Well, I will say yes mm-hmm. that they. They, but they are others, no matter where they are. In who, are who are others? The the protagonists in all of these stories are considered the other. Mm-hmm. So Conan is a Sumerian who everyone fucking hates because he's he's a barbarian. He's mm-hmm. a tri- he's tribal. Yeah, and the Atlanteans were also tribal, but the Atlanteans looked like white people. Like they were considered white, but the Sumerians were like darker skin, darker complexion, dark Mm. hair. I'll say that the racism here is more low key. It's not, they don't come right out and say it. Maybe a little bit in this one, but it's always the white, I would think white um, power dynamic is always against the brown skin people, whatever race they may be in that story, it, it almost always feels like Western versus Eastern, mm-hmm. or your Western versus other. The Western world is is the right, and the the Eastern world is the other. I just I mean, just to Zach's point though, is that 
Conan wouldn't represent the Western world. Conan would represent like what the Western world sees as a savage. Yeah. And I think I don't I can't remember if it was Cole or Conan, but they do call to that. It's like, oh, you're a you're a barbarian, you're a, you're conquered right. us. It, it's, yeah. it's in um the uh do we do we have the text for uh not Cole but Tower the Elephant Tower? Yeah. Tower of the Elephant. Okay, so this is the one with like the hidden passageways and all that. Yeah, yeah. So I, I will say I, we're gonna kind of talk. I guess we're gonna kind of talk about both of these. But to your point on Conan and and saying like East versus West, and I know from reading a lot of essays about Robert E. Howard that he kind of he's a complicated person, and he almost believed in barbarism like as not like as being more sophisticated than civilization i mean and it probably had to do with like a, he grew up in the you know texas in the 20s and te- teens you know he is like probably like grew up on a ranch like saw like i don't know probably some fucked up shit but i'll, I'll read this passage from conan not cold to to your point so the Sumerian glared about, embarrassed at the roar of mocking laughter that greeted this remark. He saw no particular humor in it, and was too new to civilization to understand its discourtesies. Civilized men are more discourteous than savages because they know they can be impolite without having their skulls split as a general thing. He was oh. bewildered and chagrined and doubtless would have slunk away abashed, but the Kothian chose to goad him further. Then he then he kills this guy. But like to me that's like that's the power <clears throat> dynamic is not like the Western civilized culture being on top. It's the opposite. It's like we need to go back to our roots. We need to go back to tribalism. That's what fucking wins in the end on both stories. Mm-hmm. But I, I would say that the whole fact of Someone writing that passage and being, they could say something rude and not get their fucking skull smashed. It's like goes back to that like shrunken head kind of punishment. Like, well, it, 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 so it, it, it's a Westerner writing out, a, you know, what he sees. He he sees the other as a savage, even though it's noble. It's like the yeah. noble savage, still a fucking savage. Well, he does murder his, the like, shit out. Right, of right, him, exactly. You know, exactly. You know what I mean? So it's it, it's not as complex. Uh, it, it, it's still racist. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Look, <laughs> I will say this. For the time, all of the characters in H.P. Lovecraft, anyone who's black or brown is a demon or a murderer or a cultist or a slave or, like, someone who's just, like, a person on a ship. So I think, like, for his time, if he was living now, he would totally be blue pill. <laughs> It'd be Robert, Robert Howard, Howard? Pills. So, Yeah, okay. I think so. Yeah, I, I think so too. I, I think they're still writing. Okay, they're still writing by the word for people that are going to publish them. They're still playing to the popular culture. Yeah, I do think that Robert. I mean, I've read you. You, you lent me that Robert E. Howard book, and I do yeah. think he does respond to H.P. Lovecraft in in subtle ways and also not so subtle ways. Yeah. Um, and I actually really like Robert E. Howard. I think he's underrated compared to H.P. Lovecraft because H.P. Lovecraft. Can't write, a, can't write a fucking he, and sentence we'll, to save we'll, his life. <laughs> yeah, I, we'll, that's a digression because we will do it. Yeah. We have to do it. Right, we have to. Lovecraft episode 
it will be brutal. Yeah. But the thing is, if we're doing mythos, we can actually cover Robert E. Howard and yeah. like and other people who wrote yeah. in mm. H.P. Lovecraft world. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, but I let's mean, go, so let's get back to this one. Yeah, let's so go back to Cole. I'll, I'll say for the, the Shadow Kingdom, right? That's yeah. the one we're talking about. I really enjoyed this. This is this is literally the first. Besides Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. right? this is literally the first sword and sorcery and, you know, some comic books, whatever. But this is true sword and sorcery. This is the first sword and sorcery yeah. story I've ever Lord read. of the Rings yeah. is epic fantasy or. Okay. <laughs> I've given dude, him the. I've given he him gave me the look. Line. He just gave me the axe blame, dude. <laughs> yeah. Let me, uh, me nerd explain this to you. Um, well, actually, uh, our readers, our listeners are going to get there's mad. There's fucking but... swords and there's sorcery. What the fuck do you want? <laughs> All right. So, so okay. Technically... That's where you're wrong, Bucko. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey. The meme. Actually, so to your point. Uh, I haven't actually made a fucking no, point no, yet. To your point about about that, you having read as Lord of the Rings being sword and sorcery, mm-hmm. um, Gardner Dossois, who is like the, he's best friends with George R. R. Martin, and they edit a lot together. I was reading an essay. I was reading it, the introduction to his latest book, which is called The Book of Swords, which is a book of sword and sorcery, which is good. Anyways, he actually said that. Um, he doesn't understand the distinction between sword and sorcery and epic fantasy other than length. Mm-hmm. To me, I disagree with that. So you do, you are kind of... I, I see the yeah. I mean, in scope, it's just completely different. I yeah. mean, um, Elric, which we, um, you know, we'll talk about later, was a little bit on a scale of, of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. You know, maybe one-tenth of the scale. But <laughs> but um, so, so what I'm saying is uh, this was the first story that I read... Um, sword sorcery, and I really, really uh, liked it. The simplicity of the story, but it's so complex as well. Yeah, I mean the the per, uh, the uh, personalities, the trust that Cull had to give to uh, was rule the rule. Yes, yeah. the, the the you know he basically put his life in his hands based on the words of the you know the other king. Yeah, you know, and uh, you know, the amulet or whatever that he had on his arm. Um, so, I, I so I really really enjoyed this story a lot. It, it's so simple, yet like I wanted to rip my shirt off. It was so freaking manly. Oh, yeah. That's like, why I walked in here with no clothes on. Yeah. And then you're getting mad at me. Um, you I was, just described I just, what I did. I just wasn't prepared for it. Okay. Well, yeah. and, and Andrew was just <laughs> said nothing like nothing. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's cool. He's used to it. Yeah. Um. So I was listening to this uh, with Nina in the room. And, you know, I was just like, you know, like banging my fist. <laughs> Fuck yeah, the Serpent Man. They fucking, which by the way, as a digression, I want to know, like, what was the first Serpent Man story? You know? We could do a whole podcast <laughs> we on We gotta Serpent do a whole one. Because it connects to, like, these wild conspiracy theories. Yes, like, yes. like, is, it, is this David the origin of, right. of him? Wait, is it, is it David Ickes? He's like, a, he's like a British guy yeah. who believes, like, serpent people underneath Antarctica, which makes no sense because they're. <laughs> Cold-blooded. Cold-blooded. <laughs> they would die. But they rule the whole world, and people have, like, these, you know... Pixelated every Wait, time. Didn't a, these serpent men, didn't they, like... Didn't they, didn't they look normal at first? Yeah. Yes. yeah. They're, they're, they're shape-shifting. They fucking shape-shifted. shape-shifted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for me, like, to see that connection and see it, I was just like, oh, fuck yeah, Nina. They did not do that, but they fucking did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? uh, I thought it was great. I actually really liked Cole and uh, the serpent men. Yeah. It sh- I mean, yeah. I th- it should have been called... Cole fucks up some serpent dudes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it was pretty, it was uh, very inventive. Like, you know, I've never read something like that. And it, yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, it's a, the, that's the other thing as as a definition, I think, for, for this genre is it's super imaginative. Yeah. Um, and the serpent, this the like shape shifting serpent people are just a part of that like crazy imagination. I read the only other cult story. No, no, there were two. There is another cult, just straight cult story um, that was published at the time, and then there was a bunch of like writings that he did that were cult but didn't get published. Mm-hmm. I haven't read any of those. The other one was solid. It wasn't nearly as good as, yeah. and it wasn't nearly as long. Um, so we're going to go to Conan next, right? Yeah. And I just want to ask the question. I mean, I, I did a little bit of, like, Wikipedia, Google searching yeah. on Colin Conan, and I saw that a lot of – many Conan stories, or maybe a few Conan stories, were once Cole stories. He just, like, basically reskinned Cole. Yeah. So Cole, Cole's the king, yeah. and the first Conan story, he tried to sell to Farnsworth, who's the editor of uh, Weird Tales, and then uh, I he, he got a rejection – then he rewrote it. It was called um, uh, Phoenix and the Sword. And it's actually a really good story, but I held off uh, giving it to you guys because it, it reads very close to a Cole story. Yeah. It, and, um, like, there's even a Brule character that mm-hmm. has a, that's been renamed. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes down to it, like, Conan is just much more of a barbarian. Mm-hmm. And, like... He's not sophisticated until later in his life when he becomes a king. Yeah. So, and he doesn't know tactics as much as Cole. I feel like he's like, he, and he might be a little bit less brooding. Like Cole is like super broody. There's a line in Cole where the king, where the king is talking to Cole and he's like, and I'm sure you've done this and done this and felt the touch of many women. And then like the narrator as an aside is just like. Cole had not. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Conan was definitely... So Conan's crushing, but Cole is just... Yeah. Co- Conan, Conan bangs, like... Yeah, he, he hangs out with, like, chick pirates and, like, <clears throat> bangs chick pirates and all kinds of stuff. So mm-hmm. there's, like... Cole just goes under the red pill, red Yeah, he, yeah, red yeah, yeah. He's, like, talks bad He's not it. allowed to be in, like, a room with, any, with women alone, <laughs> yeah. you know? He calls his girl mom. By court order. Yeah. 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 Um, one of the things I liked about Cole, and what I liked in most of these stories, is one in particular that I can remember that isn't like this, is there's not a there's a religious aspect of it, but it's polytheism, right? It's not yeah. monotheistic. Uh, and even in this call story, they they talk about like for example, um, they rose from the mire of Apedom. So like they're talking about the theory of evolution. He is obsessed with tribalism and, and evolution. Yeah. And, and, and where people come from. And it, in the time that this was written, I mean, yeah. that's, that's awesome. You know? Yeah. He was on the cut. I mean, that for, for back then, that's like cutting edge. Yeah. Like, yeah. he was like that. It, it's almost, well, it is science fiction. The, the, the second story that I gave you guys, we'll, we'll roll, good segue. The second story, uh, the reason why I picked it is I like it. Like it's, I think it's a one of the better Conan stories. So, like I said earlier, some Conan stories I feel like they're just really wordy. Um, this one is uneven, like most Conan stories. Like I, but uh, it's better than most. And when I say uneven, I mean like um, it does it it does feel like he's just going from adventure to adventure. Like he he kills this guy. Like we talked about it. Uh, I guess the the conceit or the, the beginning is um, 
there's this tower. He's in a tavern, and these these Kothians are talking about this tower and how there's like this badass jewel in it, emerald or elephant emerald or some shit like that. The heart of the elephant, I think, is what yeah. it's called. And it's like this treasure upon treasure, you know, make anyone, you know, insanely rich. And he's like, all right, well, you know, fuck it, I'll go steal it. But then he gets in a fight and kills someone, then he's like, all right, well, now I gotta, like, get out of here. And then it's just like, he meets a dude who's, like, you know, scaling, who's, like, the best thief, and then the thief gets fucked by a spider. Then he kills the spider, and then, like, you know, it's just like this... Like, he runs into an obstacle, runs into another obstacle, which is very Conan-esque. It's, like, very sword and sorcery. But it's also super science fiction because when he gets to the very end, it's this guy who's this giant person. Then he has a huge elephant head for a head. And then he's like, oh, yeah, um, I'm an alien. And I came here by, like, faster than light travel. But he's saying it, like, in sword and sorcery, like, terms. Yeah. So he's like, oh, yeah, I, I flew, or I, you know, I, like, like a leaf, like, faster than, than the light. And yeah. I don't know, like, he, like, the way he says it is so fantastical, not yeah. scientific, but so beautifully written. I, I have the whole thing highlighted in my book. I didn't bring yeah. it. But, like, I love that passage, and that's cool story, why... Cool bro. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, oh, dude. This, I mean, when I was listening to the Conan, I felt like, man, this would make a great first level of a video game. Yeah. You know, like, a, like the first sequence. Oh, you know? yeah. yeah. Definitely. Because <laughs> it's just one new thing, yeah. one new thing. Yeah. And, but, but it's then very once, simple, once again. Yeah. It's yeah. very simple. It, once you get to that last part, though, it's like, fucking... That was insane. Like, this... What? This dude's an alien? Yeah. Like, yeah. this is, like, a cosmic... Like, this is it. That be, It became H.P. Lovecraft better than any H.P. Lovecraft story ever written. In my opinion, it's yeah, better yeah. than any of his shit. It's uh, extremely simple, but you know that there's a world. Yeah. You can go down any, any one of the aisles or whatever, and, and there's another world just waiting to be explored. Well, think about this as a reader. And this is... For a writer, this is, like... This is like cream of the crop here because you you have this world where there's an adventurer who's fighting you know these giant things and killing people and stuff, and you're still managed to be surprised <laughs> at the origins of the elephant man yeah. being from space for for a writer to accomplish that within an already unbelievable world. I mean that's like yeah. I mean it, it's it's not cheap either. It's like. Oh, yeah, that makes sense, I guess, in this world. You yeah, know? yeah. It's, and it's, it's great. Be- it's because the way he describes it. He doesn't just pop in and is like, um, I'm a robot, yeah. and this is all robot shit. And you're not, like, all pissed off. You're not like, oh, look at this motherfucker. Yeah. It's like... It was not M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. In, in fact, like, if you're not paying attention, like, you might not even really pick up on it. Yeah. You might be like, well, what, mm-hmm. what is that garbage yeah. you're talking about? Huh, it's just like this wizard, and he taught a wizard, and then now I got fucked. It's like, no, like, this, this dude's an alien, and, like, this is kind of a very subtle cosmic sci-fi story yeah. it was um i mean the whole fact that this was right i mean it's simple but like the heart of almost all narrative is conflict right yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's full of it's fucking, full of conflict yeah you know and, and maybe there's not enough there's maybe there's not a lot to parse out and pick out intellectually and all this kind of stuff but same time most people can't write stories that interesting most people can't write stories that surprise you 
up until the very end, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, Robert E. Howard, dude. He's, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, H.P. Lovecraft, I think it's totally overrated. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, so for Conan, for me, I, I got my notes here. And even when he kills, he he still managed to save. So if we're talking the beginning beginning of the uh, story, yeah, they're at, they're in the um, uh, bar or what do they yeah, call the it? Tavern, tavern, and right? it's the coast. He, he kills shit. he kills that guy, right? Yeah, but earlier you heard that the guy was going to be kidnapping a woman. Yeah. For the sex trade or yeah. slave trade, right? So even when Conan kills somebody, you're like, wait, dude, that was kind of a dick move. He ended up saving the life of a maiden. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's pretty it's pretty brilliant. Yeah. 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 Because he, he always skirts that line because he's so savage in who he yeah. kills. Like, he will just kill a motherfucker. But it's always written like, hey, you know, that guy, he should have died. He was a dickhead like, anyway. A dickhead yeah. anyway. Yeah. You know? <laughs> But oh, that's what I was worried about in in a uh, Cole when I when I read that because um, the Brule uh, attacks him and then he's like oh you fucker and like oh I should have known your race you're y'all are bad people and then he kills him and it turns out to be a snake person I was like oh thank God I was <laughs> yeah. like oh thank yeah, God yeah, yeah. I didn't go that yeah, way yeah. yeah. Uh, the other thing I wanted to say is when they're describing uh, Conan and uh, the other guy. I'm sorry, I'm forgetting. Call. No, uh, call um, Conan Ooh. in the in Conan story. So we're talking about the oh, the it starts with the Z. The, yeah. the, the thief. Yeah, yeah, about yeah, the thief guy. So regardless, so they're 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 talking about Conan and how he looks. He's like uh, he was big bellied and he was fat, but he was still built. Yeah. And that gives me hope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I like. The, <laughs> Yeah, and Con- every time they describe, like, so many times they describe Conan, he's like a wolf or he's like a lion. They use a he uses a lot of like uh, animalistic imagery. Mm-hmm. Like he'll he'll just you know swipe like a lion's paw or like he has a mane of hair like a lion. Yeah. He says that in like every story, and his eyes are always smoldering. He's like, "Bitch, you got blue eyes. Yeah. Like you're smoldering blue eyes or okay, whatever." Um. So here's the interesting thing is uh, the word barbarian was originally a racial slur. Like bar-bar? Yeah, cause, because the, the, the way the, the barbarians taught, uh, spoke was it had a lot of bar-bar-bar-bar-bar-bar-bar-bar-bar-bar-bar. That's like me. Like it was just someone that was like at the time was like, oh, look at those guys. Like they're talking to each other. bar 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 Yeah. Fucking dickhead. This guy's a uh, all right, cool. So, are we? Yeah, I think uh, gonna... one, one other thing I just want to mention was there's in a lot of these stories, there's a really uh, there's a lot of horror aspect to it, yeah, which I appreciated very much. I loved Whoa. it, yeah. Um, especially the spider, yeah, yeah. I mean, that could have been in in uh, in a horror, like in a horror epic or whatever, like it was, yeah, really horrific. So, and that kind of runs throughout, I mean, it's just like it. oh, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, Robert E. Howard, his biggest book, the biggest book you can get by him is his collection of horror. Because oh, it's, yeah. Word? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. really good. Yeah. yeah. That, that's when you let me borrow, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Super yeah. good. I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah. It's got his uh, Weird West stuff. It's got a couple of his Solomon Kane stories, okay. which are like pretty solid. They're like, uh, they're, they were, that was his first character that he invented, I believe. He, which he, one? Uh, Solomon Kane. Okay. Who's like this Puritan from like the fifteen or sixteen hundreds? Who who is a very 
uh, this is pre-Sword and Sorcery, so this is actually called Heroic Fantasy, uh, or they're very similar, but we'll just call this Heroic Fantasy. And he walks around, he's got like a blunderbuss, yeah. and he just like fucking kicks, at, kicks ass for the Lord. Wait, a blunderbuss is a gun, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. In the 1500s? What? It's like it's a really... Yeah, yeah it it's like a like, really old... Yeah, like, like a blunderbuss is like it has a shotgun... Like a, but it has like a balloon, like yeah. a it's like bell bottom yeah, kind. Yeah, of. It's, a, it's a shotgun that you that shoots shrapnel. I guess I don't know when uh, guns were invented. Was, was well, it like? Uh, have you read the Bible? <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. Um, you should get into any passages. Uh, any passages you want to recommend? Yeah, work it's, of it's the greatest horror, <laughs> greatest true crime, true crime. Yeah, true crime. <laughs> greatest fucking rape porn. <laughs> Ever written. I only read tentacle porn. So. Oh, well, well, it's got that too, dude. Uh, so, uh, I do, we should touch on it because we'll, we'll flip to Black God's Kiss, but, uh, to move forward a little bit, uh, Conan movie, I watched it as a kid. Okay. I remember loving it as a kid. Yeah. My mom had the soundtrack and we always listened to that. Okay. Uh, I just saw re- within the last you know three or four yeah, days that part where he duffs the camel. Oh my god, it was amazing! <laughs> just turns around and punches the camel in the fucking nose. It was amazing, and I've seen that looked like a real legit yeah, punch. Yeah. This, this was before the That's no animal no animals were harmed in because, this filming. <laughs> you know, like Blazing Saddles. I don't know if you guys watched. Oh yeah. yeah. You remember when um, Ma- Mongo Mongo punches the horse and the horse? You can see the you can see the rider. Pulling the horse down. Yeah. This camel fucking just zonks out. It's, it's awesome. It's a well-trained camel, dude. Yeah. It's a stunt camel. Oh, man. The movie was... Okay. I'm not going to say it's amazing because there was definitely some snooze parts in it. But it was good. Uh, um, seeing Arnie at like, you know, 30 or whatever... Just, when Arnie was as racist as we were saying H.P. <laughs> Lovecraft was, yeah. <laughs> dude, he dude he was from a barbarian. Yeah, he was nation. from a barbarian yeah. nation. Uh, yeah. he, he was a victim he of a lot of. Yeah, yet. He, he was at a bar and people say bar 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 bar. bar. <laughs> oh, you say bar 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 bar. <laughs> he couldn't take it anymore, dude. That's why he buffed up. He yeah. buffed up. Yeah, that no, was good. I'd recommend it. I'd recommend it. But the other movie we watched. What, Fire and Ice? Fire and Ice. You guys want to talk about that? Should we get another beer, though? Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll, 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 yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll say Fire and Ice yeah, yeah, for yeah. a little bit. Well, one thing I do want to bring up that I, I uh, legit like is um, the current run um, published by Dark Horse, written by Cullen, <laughs> Cullen Bunn, and I don't know who the um, artist is, but the, the, the Conan run is... It's pretty cool. Like it, and it's Robert E. Howard estate approved. And at the end of every, at least the first twelve issues or so, there's letters because he wrote a fuck ton of letters, like to H. P. Lovecraft, to his girlfriend, to like everyone mm-hmm. before he kys and like when he was like thirty six. You're like fuck, but um, yeah. So it, they have the letters. That he they killed. Have, I, I didn't realize. He, yeah, he, he killed himself. Suicide. Yeah, oh, he committed okay. suicide. I, well. Get to that. Okay. So, so um, there, there's a letter written by Robert E. Howard in every, uh, or like an excerpt from something he wrote that's nonfiction in the back of each story, and it's illustrated. Huh. So we'll have like him talking about like going out and fucking around when he was like 12 mm-hmm. with like his friends, and so it'll be like an illustrated story that's like you know 19. 
uh, 19 or 1915. Yeah. Like, him, like, going out in the middle of the night, like, sneaking out of his parents or, like, you know, running around, like, playing tag with his friends. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You know, it's it's, it's yeah. really cool. And it has, like, the captions that are actually his writing. Yeah. It's just really cool to okay. see. And it's it's all approved by his thing. But, yeah, uh, to, um, he, he's, he might not have been emotionally stable because his, um, well, one, he used to brag in his letters I've read, he would brag to H.P. Lovecraft that he channeled all of his stories, which is just like, that pisses me off. Like, as a writer, it's like, dude, dude, dude respect dude, yourself. Don't you think he was yeah. fucking with H.P. Lovecraft, maybe? <laughs> he, he could have been, yeah. but I think he was legitimately believed that shit. Yeah. He was definitely um, using well, some well, runes He or actually couldn't have legitimately believed that shit because he would be like, I channeled this Conan story, and I was like, no, bitch, that was the fucking Cole story that you wrote that Farnsworth... <laughs> rejected and then you both edited and fixed it yeah. so how is that a, how is that you just like automatically writing that shit yeah. that's a so anyway Zach just got triggered yeah, yeah. It, it, that's a tri- like it just pisses me off when people are all like oh well you know I just came up with that I was like no d- that yeah. person fucking wrote like they worked very hard to create something and just writing it off like it just this came out of ethereal yeah. air it's like that's not how writing works um, Jesus take the wheel uh, yeah. Jesus <laughs> So, so he, uh, in one of those letters, like he talked to his girlfriend and she, she told him to, I think she told him to shave his mustache and he fucking flipped out. He was like, yeah, like it was a totally irrational, like letter to her Wait, about what are you talking about dude it, yeah, like, yeah. N- yeah. N- nino told me to <laughs> shave my mustache and i like took off all my clothes started screaming and like, then i finally did it yeah. <laughs> which you look like a completely different person oh yeah i like yeah. that dude. your hair is like feathered now oh dude that's the fair faucet look yeah. i'm going for dude it looks really good yeah oh thanks hey man. i mean like a really... i would definitely buy insurance from you oh yeah Dude, I had a mustache. I was going for the insurance salesman. Uh, no, car salesman yeah. is what that was. All right, dude. Well, keep your pre-cum in your dicks, okay, guys? All right, real quick. Dark Horse also has a Savage Sword of Conan series. That was pretty good. I read a couple of them. Well, I think that might be the... It might be there... I think there's one that will change its name every... But it's the same story. Are you saying I'm wrong? No, I'm saying you're right. right. I think we might have read the same. I'm saying you're right, but I'm more correct when (laughs) I'm no, no, yeah. Like I think I might have been reading the Savage Sword Conan. I just call it fucking Conan because I don't remember fucking whatever bullshit (laughs) subtitle. All right, so we're gonna start wrapping things up here Um, next week or within the next couple days. We'll have a part two, and um, we're actually gonna go right on to recording that soon. But we're at a good time to wrap this up. We were just reading from uh, the Delray edition of Cull. I think it's like Cull of Atlantis. And uh, it's really a really great edition. Uh, and then the other one is... The Tower of the Elephant. So Tower of the Elephant is in the another Delray book that's the Conan Delray, the first co- collection. It's like the fourth story that he wrote. So it's in that first Delray collection. I don't remember what it's called, but it's Conan something, like Conan Exile or something yeah. like that. And uh, it has essays. It has um, excerpts. It's a really good collection. Um, so check those out. I think we all pretty highly recommend yeah, them. Yeah, I think oh, they're definitely. great. Um, and they're, a little, they're timeless. Uh, he, the great thing about those kind of stories is like, they don't, you know, they, they take place in alternate universes. Yeah, so they <laughs> yeah, age pretty well. Yeah. yeah. 
Cool. Well, um, we'll wrap things up there, and soon you can hear us talk about some more sword and sorcery stuff, like a little bit more contemporary stuff. Yeah. All right. And if you want to follow along, we definitely we have the book list, and we also have a um, music list that we are listening to that uh, I've been adding to. So take a listen to that. Yeah, and uh, a beer list as well, which is the most important part, the beer list. Definitely. Yeah, the blog. What's the yeah, blog? Uh, books, beer, dot blogspot.com. We're not going to put the money down for a URL until we have 10 episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, which, is, which is why we're splitting them all in half. 10, <laughs> ten episodes or 10 fans. Yeah. Oh. Uh, whichever comes. So quicker. far, all we've got is Miguel's mom yelling at us. <laughs> Mother-in-law. <laughs> Mother-in-law. His mom actually really likes the show. <laughs> Let me cut you off right there. Don't say anything else. His sister. I already told you what happened to my sister. His sister loves the show. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs>